Hey everyone, it's your boy Vic Ocean. This is So What Now. Um, this is our 21st episode. It's September 13th, you know, Friday the 13th, but we still live in our best life. Christian, how you doing, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, second week of grad school is officially over. Um, you know, we just out here living the best life, like you just said. Man, I mean, so grad school, you know, is it is it different than undergrad? You know what? I actually got a lot of questions regarding that um, today at work because I currently work part time as I go to grad school. And a bunch of the members who were walking through passing the gym, they were like, hey, how's grad school? Because I've been talking to some of the members and and I tell them, honestly, right now, it's not that bad because it's only been two weeks, but it low-key might be easier just for, like, an opinion-based type of situation because in the health science field, um, in undergrad, I feel like it's more of a grind. You know, um, more exams, more quizzes. Um, I feel like grad school, just being two weeks into it, it's more uh, of a community and, like, group-based type of environment yeah. um because everything is tailored around your thesis and you know you're there to help each other out and um because you're all particularly going for the same exact thing the same exact students that are in the room are particularly going for the same exact goal so just different avenues and what i mean about avenues everyone's th- uh taking different career paths with such a broad i guess degree in health and wellness management so you kind of have students who are just a tad more dedicated because it's grad school um and they kind of know what they want already and they're just kind of just striving high for it because at a moment in time and i'll dive deep into this as we get into our topic it's regarding um undergrad life and you know preparing for college and you know just the whole process of it, but we'll get into that a little later. Um, I switched up my career path halfway through college. And, um, and I know you probably can attest to that too, because I'm pretty sure you had those thoughts as well, if I can remember correctly. Um, there's another situation where you go and say to yourself, well, do I really want to do this? And let me tell you, advice of the day, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, whoever's listening to this podcast time waits for nobody. So do whatever you got to do and be good at it. And I mean that in like the most sincere way possible, because in this, I guess, job based community based life that we live in in the United States, you really need to key in on what you want to be good at. And yeah, um, experience is everything networking is everything again we'll get more or less into that but i feel like the grad school life right now is it's not going to be easier but it's less stressful if yeah. i could say that correctly yeah um, and it, i want to say i think a reason is because like in undergrad you're still you're unsure of what you want to do with your with your life you know you're you're stressed because you're paying so much for school um, you have classes, you're trying to get used to a new school, you have your family pushing you to finish school. But in grad school, 
you're like you said before, you kind of already know what you're there for. You know what career you want. And you're there to further your, your career. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. There's a lot of grad schools, just like my girlfriend. That's a really hard grad school program. It's a doctor program and pharmacy. And, and that's just no joke. Like, you've got to be in school all year round, do rotations, do fellowships, internships. It's like, but what I mean about, like, difficulty is that you know what you want. You know what you want. You know what you're in for. Um, and... Something like that um, could really make or break what you ultimately want to do in your career path. So, for example, like um, Maria in this case, um, which is how she has adapted throughout the way of grad school. Her grad school is really, really tough. Don't get me wrong. It depends on what type of career path you want to go through because med school, um, you know, you have j- just a multitude of different grad school programs that you can go through. And I'm pretty sure a PhD in nursing must be so hard. Um, nurse practitioner, like all those, you know, really, really concentrated degrees that are tailored around health science and in the medical field. In my opinion, I find like to be like the most hardest it's up there with like education, maybe like a, like a PhD and, and, um, whatchamacallit and probably yeah education education healthcare that's basically what rules kind of the country um and along with businesses so i would say those top three in my opinion um i don't know how you feel about that uh in terms of grad school life just seeing others i really i can't you know be a witness to to what grad school is per se for nurses but I do know it is it is intense you know there's various steps to grad school for example in nursing so you can go into like teaching you can go into nurse practitioner you can go and get your doctor you can get your um, anesthesiologist you can become a really anything a midwife so for I think in that career that grad school would be a little more hard mm-hmm. but again it just it varies so much yeah so i think grad school just varies greatly compared to very undergrad. very yes so yes i agree um definitely you have your cases of you know a grad school being so tough that they don't want to do grad school anymore it kind of like in a sense of undergrad in a way but the main difference between grad school and undergrad would be um you kind of know and key in on what you really want because you already have your foundational piece of an undergrad degree. So why do you think grad school is so much more expensive? Like, wouldn't you think that they would want grad school to be less than what undergrad is, and but not more? Because hmm. that would make more sense, right? Like, you would make grad school cheaper because you want more people to be successful in that career. Mm-hmm. But it's the other way around. Yeah. But I guess that makes sense, too, because if it's more expensive, you're going to have people who really want to further their education in order to really have a great career. But I don't know. I've always wondered, why is grad school so much more expensive? When technically you're taking less classes and it's only two years long. Yeah. Yeah. And depending on certain grad school programs, you could be in there forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... In my opinion, necessarily, education is one of the top 
major, uh, I guess, components to our economy right now. Um, it's huge. Education is, it's, oh my God, it's so up there, man. You know, saying a video from, what's that Netflix show about the politics, an easy comedian? Oh, you you watched it? That shit is awesome. Patriot Act? Patriot Act. I saw a video from him when he was up um, talking to Congress. And he was saying examples of how much school cost when they were in school. So like mm-hmm. 30, 40 years ago, it has jumped 500%. Bro, and that, that's adjusting money for maker. inflation. That's adjusting for inflation. Mm-hmm. So 30, 40 years ago, they were only paying like $20,000 or less, so much less than that to go to school compared to us who the average is like $100,000 for undergrad, which yeah. is crazy. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting. I I got to do more re- extensive research on to as to um why necessarily schools went up that much, especially in in this century, bro. The twenty first century. Oh my yeah. god! It's, it's every like, five they years have endowments you see schools too. going up. They have endowments. They have money. I don't know why they need more, bro. <laughs> endowments are stupid for some schools. Stupid, <laughs> crazy. Anyway, well, on to the next topic. So, <laughs> because that's just that's just gonna annoy me. Yeah. So we're almost six months out from our undergrad degrees, our bachelors. So overall, how are you feeling? Oh, man. Uh, to be honest, a year ago today, if you were to ask me, I would be back in Merrimack College for a grad school program. Uh, I'd probably say highly unlikely, um, mainly because I necessarily wanted to get myself into the career, uh, I guess the working world already, but me realizing that my career path wasn't generally um how would i say this my career path wasn't completely tailored off of my undergrad degree as opposed to you know some of my other colleagues and friends that i know their undergrad degree tailors them to their career path uh, such as nursing, um, engineering, et cetera, et cetera. Um, my, I guess, my opinion on what I, not necessarily what I would do again, it's more or less how I would do it. Um, I wish I knew a little more about the opportunities of grad school a little earlier. It's sort of like the same exact situation in, in high school. They don't necessarily tell you anything about undergrad. You know, you kind of just have to do your own research on your own mm-hmm. and kind of outweighs the, the risk and benefits. And over and over again, I talk to myself and just like, wow, I saw myself almost as a college dropout. I saw myself as, you know, changing career paths multiple times, um, considering I'm not even wanting to even go to college in the first place in high school. And it's just seeing those roller coaster, I guess, you know, it's, it's the perfect analogy is the parabola, bro. <laughs> you know, the, the cosine and, and all that stuff that we learned in, in pre-cal, bro. It's so crazy as to how much your brain can change from age 18 to 22. And it's only going to continue to change from 22 to 25 25 to 30 you know it's just like you get more wiser bro you get you you learn more things and 
you know, you pass down the knowledge that you already know. And I think that's ultimately the, the best power, you know, one of the best powers a human being can have, man, just passing down knowledge. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, you know, I think sometimes I, every now and then I kind of, I sit down and I reflect as to like what has happened so much in the, these past four years. And, you know, I, there was a point where like sophomore year where I was also thinking of dropping out or like taking a year off um, just because of stress in school and, and really not being able to imagine uh, to manage classes at that time. But, you know, now it's kind of weird because those four years were a roller coaster, you know, up and down, up and down. But now that's over, it's kind of like it's weird to to not be as stressed as I was before. So now it's kind of like I'm on, I'm on a steady level, which is really nice. You know, it's like I'm working. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm being an adult. Yeah, how is that treating you? <laughs> I mean, it's a lot better. You know, it's like I wake up, go to work, whatever. I work four days a week, get my three days off. But at the same time, you know, I have, I'll have so much more freedom because I can pay my bills. I have extra money for if I want to buy whatever I want to buy. You know, it's weird because people say money doesn't um, buy happiness, but... It really does. Yeah. And or it influences happiness. It doesn't yeah. buy, it doesn't it influences your happiness. It's, do you believe it's a predictor? It's like uh there is a causal effect or you think it's like a correlation? It oh, you know, it, it's a causal. Definitely not a correlation. Because yeah. you can see people who are dirt rich but they're not happy with their life. Mm-hmm. So it's kinda like it's a it's like an in between. Yeah. Because then you have people who have no money, but they're wicked happy. Yeah. Like speaking on like a public health, like kind of like going towards that field of like health and wellness management. Um, what I learned in class the other day is that money is a really big predictor of someone's life expectancy or even where their socioeconomic class is as to where they live. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and that like sets the tone right there. Like what you just said, it's definitely a causal effect. You know, um, I agree with that as well. In my opinion, there's just so many things is like health and wealth, bro, is such a like key topic that I feel like a lot of people like need to know, you know, mm-hmm. and especially taking care of your money. Um, at a young age, not spending too much, you know, learning how to save, because it's never too late on learning how to save, you know, balancing finances. Um, it's just the multiple things that, that I continuously learn every day, bro. I get different advice from different people, and I think it's truly amazing. Yeah, and, you know, I think we're at a, at a point in our lives, too, where it's like we have to build from what we have in order to have a successful future. Mm-hmm. So it's like we have to learn to like, oh, we can't splurge so much on beer. We can't splurge so much on buying food. You know, we, we really have to 
to learn how to balance everything in order yeah. to really have a happy life. Yeah, not unless we're making a lot of money, then those those things are <laughs> aren't so uh, important. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that that term. A lot of this right now, the term success just comes into mind a lot, and you know. Back in 2014, when we were thinking about college, or even 2013, what was your definition of success then? You know? You know, it's weird, though, because I was talking, I think it was to, to Lewis about this, to Flash. And, you know, it was the point where it's like, I feel like I'm successful. You know, I remember growing up, Lawrence, I went through a lot of middle schools, you know, um, living in one room with my parents, like, you know, not having money for food. And it's really, it's really weird for me sometimes because I forget how low I started from. And it's weird because honestly, I did start from the bottom. Mm -hmm. So it's like, now I see that like, oh, I have this degree, I have a full-time job, you know, I'm working in healthcare and -hmm. it's like, I'm, I'm successful. And sometimes that's really weird for myself to say. Because then I kind of like forget where I came from. So then it's like, it's just, it's a strange thought. Now, when you go deeper into that, I'm going to ask you a little more deeper question is that uh, we do come from a community that is like more or less underserved, you would say, right, Lawrence? Um, Yeah, I would say that. We don't really get a lot of public health help. You know, there's probably not the greatest structure of policy that's in place, you know, just in my opinion of what I've seen, Mm -hmm. you know, other people would obviously think differently, but uh, just me going from K through eight and, and going to Methuen high. And, you know, I always saw what was going on in Lawrence, you know, family lives there, obviously you and David and Alex still live there. And, what made us not go down like necessarily like oh like getting lost in the sauce to be you know to be a little cliche about it be a little cliche you know what i I mean mean, like it's only way to say or like taking the weird path of like you know there's so many friends that we knew that got caught up in the streets you know just didn't care do you think that's a combination of like you know, how they were, how they were in their household, you know, mixture of lack of even caring of education, caring for their health. What, what do you think is like the ultimate, like, I guess it's just your opinion. And, and, and I'm asking this because I've asked many, many people who, you know, we've grown up with as to why we didn't go down the path that most probably teachers saw us going. Mm-hmm. So for myself, in my opinion, there's really no set circumstance that will determine your future, right? Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of people, you know, you are a person made by your environment. Mm-hmm. So if you see your parents doing X, Y, and Z, most likely when you grow up, you're going to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. But at that same time, we are our own, our own person, right? You know, we have our own thoughts. You know, we have um, our own perceived way of thinking. So just because you see something doesn't mean you should still live in that same fashion. So if your parents are, are poor and, 
they really didn't have per se a successful future, that doesn't mean that you should have that same level of thought. You know, you should be able to, as a person, want to grow and become successful. So I think in, in our, for for us, per se, like everyone that we know too, you know, I think one big reason that we didn't fall through the sauce was because one big part was our family. You know, none of our families really did anything bad per se. You know, mm-hmm. we're all working middle-class families, right? But at the same time, us as kids, we never we never wanted that lifestyle. Like, you remember mm-hmm. when we were kids, we would literally play basketball, do whatever, ride our bikes, play Xbox. That's literally, and go to school. Literally all we did. We never got caught up in that. And that's just because we, we didn't want to. You know, yeah. because I think we were able to really reflect on not wanting to live that lifestyle when we were adults. Yeah. So it takes a lot out of a person in order to really reflect that. And I think it's impressive because we were able to do that at such a young age. Yeah. So it's a balance of everything. I just think in my opinion right now, going into like future perspectives, it's like you're going to offer so much advice to your little sister now who's going through high school and then eventually through college, bro. Oh my God. Like, it's just me thinking of it right now. I'm just like, yo, she has so much of like a structure now. You know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed yeah. to us. Like, we necessarily didn't have that. We, I mean, like, we kind of had the structure, but like, not to the advantage that like your sister has now because we were literally through the transition of college getting even more expensive. Yeah. And I think one big part for my sister, when I was in school, you know, I worked full time. So, Mm -hmm. like, I didn't get money from my parents. But now, when she's going to be growing up, I'll be able to give her money. She's probably going to have a nice car. She's probably going to go to a good school on a scholarship because now I can help her figure out how to go to school for cheap. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, that is very amazing. Yeah, especially the knowledge. And it's like, it's the experiences we go through, bro. It's more or less like, you know, the, the, the experiences that we felt in college, you know? Because mm-hmm. your sister is per se going to have the same exact feelings when she goes to college. And then yeah. she has necessarily people to lean on for that. Not that we didn't have people to lean on. It's just there's got to be a point in time where it's relatable. And my mother and father, per se, couldn't really relate to what I was thinking. You know what I mean? So when you have that, I guess, that help and that different perspective of where, where to next, how do I get over this? And will I get over this? And ultimately... You can have all the advice in the world, but it's up to the person if they want to actually have that that mindset, more or less. Yeah, because you can still have all the help in the world, but if you don't have that good mindset, you'll lose everything. Yeah. 
Just don't get lost in the sauce. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> so the sauce is sticky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when we talk about perspectives, right? Um, what necessarily could you give a high school student who's about to enter? They're like fourth or third term of junior year, summer before senior year. What would you tell that kid? You know, I'd tell that kid it's okay to not do what your parents want you to do. You know, like if you don't want to go to school, really think about it and just don't leap into that. So what you can do is go to like a community college. You know, take a few classes for one semester, see how you like college, see how you like college classes, see if you find a career that you can get a degree for, you know, just test the waters. There's a lot of ways that you can go to community college for free. So do that. Um, But you really have to take a step back and you really have to evaluate what you want in your life. And I know that's hard because when you're in that age, you're really young and it's hard to like think think so far down in the future but it's something that you really should start to think about and if you're having trouble find someone to talk to you know try to talk to your counselor try to talk to one of your favorite uh, teachers try to talk to one of your friends uh, talk to someone who's already went to school or someone who's in the trade um, just talk when you talk about things you feel a lot better and I know in this society we really don't like to talk, but having your feelings out doesn't make you weak. It actually makes you stronger. Yeah. And the only fool is just a great analogy. Like, you know, when you're in class and you don't want to feel like a fool when you raise your hand and you think it's a dumb question. It's that same exact perspective. Yeah. And the only fool at the end of the day is going to be yourself because you didn't ask that question whether it was dumb or not, you know? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of uh, younger individuals, especially at that age, they don't want to ask questions that they think won't be answered, you know, because ultimately either if that person can't find the answer, then probably another person will. And Mm -hmm. that perfectly sets us in for networking for anyone who leaves high school without going to college it's so important to know people and connect yourself because ultimately that's how you're going to get your jobs and it's not about you know having the sickest resume anymore it's really how can you present yourself along with that resume and who do you know yeah, and networking is so much more than just, like, trying to find someone that will help you get a career. Networking is finding someone who is experienced, who can help you in order to really be successful. So networking just isn't just like, oh, I'm just going to, like, give them my name. It's a lot more than that. It's making a relationship with another person. Mm-hmm. And when you build those relationships, not only you're, like, you're really like, you know, getting a key in to like, you know, making more relationships. You understand your values a little more. You understand what's your mission, what's your purpose. 
end. Those questions of why am I doing this? What am I going to do next? How am I going to do it? They really get solved just by talking. Yeah, and if you finish high school and you don't know what you want to do and, like, you want to take a year off, go for it. I mean, I know a lot of people don't recommend it because then you kind of get into this into this slippery slope of where you don't go back to school because then you're like, oh, well, I'll wait another year. But if you do think you can do it, just go for it. Facts. Literally, you can... Do whatever you want, <laughs> as cliche as that sounds. <laughs> it's 2019. It's 2019. And just seeing as to how I just see things so much more differently now, man, than what I did at age 18, age 19, age 20, just 21. I mean, like even last year, I see things so differently. And, and it's only constantly going to evolve, especially to the next person, whether you're 30 or 40 you're constantly going to evolve and when you want to succeed you only find yourself with more people that want to succeed as well yeah i mean it's kind of scary though like how fast i feel like in these past few months after school is done like how much i've like grown based on just like my thought level and like what i really want in my future it's kind of scary yeah as scary as it is, it's happened so fast. And yep, yeah, exactly. I was just about to say that it's happened so quickly. You graduate, pass NCLEX, get job, learn job, training, <laughs> experience. Like it just happens so fast. Bro. Yeah. Yep. Now I'm almost by myself. I have one more week left of orientation. Yeah. And when you think about that. You go and say to yourself, how did I get here? And, like, you're walking into that hospital. And you're just, like, you really just soak it in. And you're just, like, why Why can I think of this? Why is, why is this happening right now? And truthfully, we will never know why things happen so much later than we expect them to. And that's okay, because, you know, sometimes you have to let things boil a little bit. Yeah. You have to simmer up. Yeah. And especially, you know, just, you know, just having a different thought process now, you know, and and especially, like, mending with someone else, like, someone like my girlfriend, she has um, inspired me to do and challenge myself to do different things, you know, um, and I think just having friends and family to challenge you to do different things and, you know, really strive to be the best person you can possibly be. Those are the people who are going to be in the back's hand of your pocket. Like the people who are, who are literally like when you are in the cold weather, as bad as this analogy sounds, and you don't got a sweater and that other person got a sweater, they'll give you a sweater. You know what I mean? So yeah. <laughs> it's just people having your back and you know building trust and relationship with people as much as people say yo f the world f this you know i'll never trust anybody but one of the most most fundamental things is to have trust in people and if you don't have that trust then you're not going to be able to leap anywhere no 
And I mean, not to say it, but like life sucks too. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's not an easy ride. No, it's never. You know, it's not. And it's. I think it's better when it's a harder ride. Yeah, because you appreciate it so much more. Yeah, like I think one reason that I, I feel like, I was talking to some of um the seniors that are at Plymouth State for nursing, and I'm like, honest, I'm like they're they're having a pretty rough start to the semester, right? And I'm like, listen, you are going to be fine. And the reason I say that is because a year ago today, the Merrimack, well, yeah, a year ago today, there was gas gas explosions that were happening all over my area. So that was Lawrence, Andover, North Andover. And that was at the start of my senior year of nursing school. So that really shook everything up. And my grades really took a toll. You know, like I was failing one of my classes. I was stressed out of my mind trying to help everything at home with my family. And I just, I couldn't get my mind right. Um, But I was able to really find that support through my professors, um, find that support through my nurses, find support through my friends. And I was able to, to kick that semester's butt and I passed. So I really think that you can really persevere through anything with the right mindset and with the right people in your life. Because I'm, I'm an example of that. And I'm not saying, Oh, everyone can do that. But I had a really rough first semester because of the gas explosions and I made it. So just with that, I feel like anyone can do anything. Yeah. It's all about locking in, man, at the end of the day and having self-belief in yourself. You know, no one else is going to do it for you. It's literally yourself and your mindset. As long as you believe in yourself and you can do it, you're more than likely going to do it. Yeah. And that's with anything. Whether you want to go to school, do a different trade, make this leap into buying something new, investing in something, et cetera, et cetera. You can do anything you set your mind to. And at the end of the day, you can do it through relationships, through good family, good friends, and truly finding yourself and what are your values to to you. Yeah. And, you know, I think this really kind of like showcases what we want our podcast to be and the reason we wanted to make this podcast was because we really wanted to have a conversation on, you know, what it is to really, truly want to better yourself for your future. And, you know, I think this this episode in particular really kind of like highlights that theme of why we wanted to to have this podcast because it's like, so what now? You know, so like, so what are we doing now with our lives? Mm-hmm. And just like our description, we just keep exploring. And that's what you constantly have to do every day of your life is just keep exploring new ideas and new, I guess, formations of what do you want to actually do with your life? Yeah. Well, you got it right there. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I'm just playing. Thank you all for listening in and listening to our experiences. We would love to hear some of y'all experiences. If you guys want to 
at us on Instagram or Twitter, anything. Just let us know. And we're looking for more and more guests, too. So shoot us a message. We would greatly appreciate that. Of course. And we will see y'all on the next episode. Thank y'all for tuning in. Peace out. Peace out, Vic. You're...